normally start like this up here, but uh, tonight I'm going to ask everyone to close your eyes and take a deep breath and listen to this line again. In the gardens that we tend, may we grow a medicine when consecrated back to earth. May it be another birth from ash to ash and dust to stardust. Deep breath. Amy wrote this song last week. She's been writing quite a bit as part of her seminary work. And I requested she choose the one to play tonight without giving her much indication of what I was going to talk about. The Holy Spirit guides well. I'll just say that. When I read these lines that she wrote, I am immediately reminded of one of my favorite lines from what is probably my favorite novel, The Dispossessed by Ursula K. Le Guin. She wrote, to be whole is to be part. True voyage is return. The story of the prodigal son is a popular one in church culture. It's a story of redemption and grace and hope. It's easy to see why we like it, right? We all know how imperfect we actually are. It's nice to have that reminder that when we repent, we have a loving parent ready to embrace us with open arms, even throw a big party for us. Now, I didn't have Brent read the entire story of the prodigal son, although he did a great job reading the the second part. Um, When I read the entire story, I'm reminded of the idea of beloved community, the kingdom of God, where we all feed each other across a crowded table. This is the vision of heaven that I have always found the most compelling. And here, in this story, I see Jesus presenting God as more than happy to graciously offer it. But of course, Jesus doesn't let us off the hook there. This entire parable is not that simple. There is an entire second act to it, which we heard tonight, featuring an older sibling who did everything the correct way, played by the rules. Where the gospel text picks up today, he's feeling pretty neglected. In short, the first act is a story of wandering and redemption. We like that. The second act is a story of perhaps the most insidiously damaging human emotion, resentment. In both cases, we see an excellent opportunity for repentance, metanoia, 
a chance to return. If you've been part of Prince of Peace for a while, you may have heard the pastors talk about social location, or more simply, the practice of finding yourself in the story, right? When we're reading Jesus' parables, this is so important. It's like the order of operation in mathematics. If you get social location wrong, you'll come up with the wrong answer and miss the point entirely. Which sibling am I here? Am I the one who wanders and seeks forgiveness? Or am I the one sitting alone in resentment, feeling neglected because of the undeserved grace granted to others? If I'm being honest, the answer is, of course, both in this case. I can feel Jesus talking to me in both parts of this story. I suspect this is true for a lot of us. Prone to wander, Lord, I feel it. Prone to leave the God I love. We sang this in the first song. How do we wander? That's a personal question and deserves personal reflection. But I do suspect that for those of us in this room and listening online tonight, we don't need to be reminded that we are sinners in need of God's grace. The question is, do we need to be reminded that we are also the older sibling who would sit in judgment of others, questioning their life choices, often exaggerating them in the process. Now, Jesus kind of goes out of his way to make the point that the older brother is projecting some issues here. He's really prodding us with the scripture. He has the elder brother reference Proverbs, claiming the younger squandered the parents' property with prostitutes. But in the earlier part of the story, Jesus was very ambiguous, only citing wild living. And we could definitely do an entire sermon series here, or seminary class, really, just on that choice alone. But for now, let's just notice Jesus having the older brother make assumptions about things he couldn't have known. Why is that? Is it projection, or is it the older brother just speaking from a place of resentment, feeling neglected and grasping for an argument that will stick with his father? I don't have a clear answer for you tonight, but I think these are some of the questions Jesus wants us to wrestle with as we read this parable. Because one thing is clear, this parent desperately wants both children to join in the celebration. And for that to happen, both will need to move. To be whole is to be part. True voyage is return. If you're listening from the perspective of the older sibling tonight, please don't hear me invalidating your feelings. If you've worked hard and played by the rules as you've understood them your whole life, and you're still struggling to have your needs met financially or emotionally, it's totally legitimate to ask, what about me? And on the other hand, it is natural and valid to expect and even desire to see consequences for poor choices made by others, especially when those choices are damaging. Seeing others profit despite what we see as poor choices can be maddening. And of course, it happens all the time. That's the world we live in. But we should not conflate the outward appearance of worldly success 
with participation in beloved community, the true kingdom of God. When we get those ideas confused, that's when jealousy creeps in, resentment takes hold, and we really lose the path. That's when it's time to turn back. So what will it take to get everyone to that crowded table? If all are welcome to turn and come back home to the crowded table, it means we have to recognize that all means everyone. That means you, it means me, it means our neighbors, it means our siblings who have squandered their inheritance. And maybe for you, maybe for me, to, ex- to return means to accept God's grace for ourselves. And believe me, I know that's no small ask. Those of us raised on rugged individualism and self-sufficiency can have an almost allergic reaction to this notion, as if it's a fatal weakness. This can make it so hard to recognize our own pride when it becomes sinful. When we're so sure we've got it right, but Jesus wants us to join in that celebration, to be part of the whole. And it can't happen if we don't move, because true voyage is return. To stop.